Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Surely is Wednesday. Thank you for the compliments. Yeah. I uh, I think I'm going to get in the habit of shaving consistently again. I know, right? Big life decision, Dennis. Oh, wow. You're going to act like an adult. For once, you're going to have some adult responsibility of shaving your face. Most adults... Most grown men shave their faces every day, Dennis. But you're going to put yourself through that struggle. Little victories are still victories, yes. Yes, you can say that again. Welcome, folks. Welcome, welcome to this Wednesday. Wednesday. Day. Wednesday. Day. Do you think it's called Wednesday because people would get married on Wednesdays? Like, people would, like, say, hey, it's the middle of the week. You know what's a perfect thing to do in the middle of the week? Get married. Let's get married. Let's get wedded. Let's get, uh, go to Vegas. Get a, uh, Elvis impersonator and get wedded on this wed 
Wednesday. day. Wednesday. Or you think it's because people would get they jump jump into like lakes or rivers. So it's actually wetness day. But because of old English, it got translated to wetness day. I don't know. Hey, how you doing? Missed you too. I'm just thinking out loud. Silly thoughts. I tend to have a lot of silly thoughts. Hope you have some today that tickle your brain. Brain getting tickled is fun. It's good to allow your brain to be stupid sometimes. Being too smart has never been good for anyone, okay? Even Albert Einstein said that. No, he didn't. I just made that up. But you shouldn't trust a guy <laughs> wearing a black t-shirt on a Wednesday, okay? Period. Uh... Anyway, welcome, welcome. Hope you're having an amazing week. Wherever you are in your part of the world. We got a Wednesday ritual here. Hey, Carlos Danger, thanks. Yeah, I love Earl. Earl is great. Yeah, we've had... Earl has come through the club a few times. Uh, I think this past... Was it? It was Saturday. This past Saturday, he went through the club. He came through, did great, as always. Earl is great. I love Earl. Very helpful, too. Very friendly. He's always been super cool to me. Even, even when I first, first started the club, he reached out to me and was very, very kind. He was like, hey, if you ever need any help or anything, it was very, very cool, dude, from the beginning. So, appreciate Earl. Love Earl. Um... Yeah, you can catch him at my club, and uh, you can also catch him at the Comedy Store. He was talking about it on his podcast, said nice things. Well, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Shout out to Earl. Uh, Earl's great. Um, I got to listen to that later. If you have the link, let me know. Uh, Send it to me somehow. It looks nice. It looks like when I roll around on the floor. Yeah, that's... That's my uh, it's my signature look. It's I just rolled out of bed, but not really. I actually rolled out of bed at uh, eight o'clock this morning and went straight to work. So that's but I just have that's just my look. Okay, I just look like I always just rolled out of bed. In fact, I just right now rolled out of a workout. That's what I rolled out of. So, I guess you're right. It does... I was kind of rolling around on the floor when I was doing core exercises. I was rolling around on the floor. You are kind of correct. Uh, <laughs> very astute observation. That's why I love the chat. You guys are always two steps ahead of me. Uh, you know me better than I know myself. Anyway, let's check out this uh, Wednesday ritual. What's, what's with the Wednesday ritual? It is Wednesday, my dudes. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Unending pain. Well, I mean, it's kind of ending. There are only two more days left in the week. It's a little bit ending. 
What's up, my dudes? You're getting pretty close to the pain ending. If you want to look at it positively, but we don't have to. We can always indulge in the pain, the horror. Um, you guys see Frank Ocean dropped out of Coachella? Frank Ocean fucking dropped out of Coachella, man. Mom, slam on the brakes. <laughs> no. Holy shit. No kid should have a sense of humor this dark. Holy fuck. Mom, slam on the brakes. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Holy shit. You think he's gonna be get banned for life from Coachella? I don't know. But that's one hell of a... This kid has got a stark sense of humor. Holy shit. They did uh, book Blink-182. Thanks for liking the stream. I was saying, I think... Frank Ocean's gonna come back at he's been like away for like almost a decade and he's legitimately gonna come back in like another decade and go to Coachella again and quit again. And then it's gonna become the decade, you know, ritual of Frank Ocean comes back, teases a new album, tries to go perform at Coachella, and then something happens, and then he leaves. Yeah. Didn't he hurt his ankle too? Yeah, apparently he hurt his... So the whole thing is... Uh, the story around Frank Ocean is he apparently hurt his ankle. Like he fractured it in two different places or something. I think I saw something like that in an article I saw today. But he fra fractured his ankle on a bicycle... Maybe wrong. And then um, they had to change up everything about his performance in the first weekend, which was a few days ago. Um, so he, it, it, like, he was also an hour late, didn't perform a full set. They had to end his set, er set early because of uh, the curfew. And then... Um, yeah, people were very upset about that. And then I guess he just pulled out. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the story with Frank Ocean. Let's see if we can find a whole video. Frank Ocean. Yeah, 2 Chains broke his leg and still did a concert. Yeah. I mean... I don't want to. I don't want to be like too harsh on him. I don't know what the hell's going on with Frank Ocean. You know, you never know what somebody's going through. You know, yeah. I mean, we can we can drum up a bunch of artists like that have performed with like broken limbs and like everything. And you know, I don't want to speculate. Like everybody is different, right? Uh. So. festival in the desert that Pedro and I are too old to go for to go to rather wrapped up first weekend last night <laughs> Sunday's headliner was the hugely anticipated Frank Ocean who was back on stage for the first time in seven years wow. the ever elusive musician turned in a performance that has divided some fans now we can't show it to you because for some reason it wasn't live streamed it was supposed to be just like the rest of Cella the show started nearly an hour late 
mm. with lots of people scrambling to put the stage together. One account that reports on festival news on Twitter, just rumors here, but still, blamed Ocean himself for pulling the plug on the live stream, says Frank changed his mind at the last minute and demanded an entirely new stage setup. Even still, he rolled... Yeah, apparently he was supposed to have uh, an ice rink with a bunch of ice skaters, but that didn't happen. Hey, Lilac, how you doing? through hits from the records including Nostalgia Ultra, Channel Orange, and Blonde with some reworked titles. At about 12.35, the screens on stage went black and Ocean unceremoniously announced the show was over because they were past curfew. What wow. a disappointment. Yes. He, didn't, he didn't perform um, He didn't perform thinking about you. That, which like is you were waiting for. One I know, song. but that's very Frank Ocean of him to sort of like not give you what you want. We're paying mm. you that kind of money. I, you know, I, I don't disagree with you. He's still Sorry, scheduled Frank to perform Ocean. next week. Lots hey, of people, how you doing, course, Becca? wondering I'm if sorry. it might be smoother next time. Um, hey. But we will see. A huge fan of but Frank Ocean. People yeah. pay a Love lot it. of money. I, for this. I know, and you know, it's really unfortunate. They want to see. Oh, Frank I did see Ocean. that about Moonbin. You know, full show. Not. I did see that about Moonbin. Yeah. Um, that is pretty sad. I can look at that in a second. Let me see if I can find like an update. Uh oh. So I did see these. I did see this. Only this did on three of his popular songs. And the biggest thing is he never came out. He was behind the screen the whole... Hold up. Everyone is mad at Frank Ocean. We're leaving Coachella right now, and this is why. All right, I'm going to start off by saying Frank was over an hour late, and people got there as early as 8 a.m. today. Secondly, he only performed for about 30 minutes max. Only did three of his popular songs. And the biggest thing is he never came out. He was behind the screen the whole entire time. People are saying it was live streamed. He got booed. By half the show, it was half empty already. People were leaving the entire time. I'm not saying like it was bad. I mean, that's up to you guys. But um, people feel very scammed today. Everyone. I don't actually know that much about Frank Ocean's discography. Out of that whole Odd Future crew, I was more of a Tyler the Creator and Earl Sweatshirt fan. Um, but yeah, I mean, let me see inside out. I think somebody just mentioned this guy just mentioned, uh, Nikes. So when you look him up, it's not officially, oh, Moonbin. So when you look up Frank Ocean, Nikes, blonde, I guess blonde hair, he just dyed his, his hair blonde. These are some of the, the, the ones that come up self-control, Let's see. But it all, all that comes up is like fucking drama videos when you put in Frank Ocean. Like his music doesn't even come up. That's so sad. So this is what his set looked like. People were very, very upset. Yeah, we'll look at that in a second. Uh yeah, like, look at these videos. Frank Ocean owes us an apology. People are very upset by this. I cannot believe this. After upsetting fans by canceling your live stream last minute, after upsetting fans by not coming out for over an hour, and after upsetting fans by delivering a very uninspired and unenthusiastic performance, Frank Ocean has managed to sink his public opinion even more right now. Yeah, you are, you're right, Hose. It is it is irrelevant when somebody's going through a controversy. For some reason, YouTube pushes all those videos to the top, like the most negative videos. That's why I was saying, like, it's, it's kind of sad that his music doesn't even come up, but you're right. Yeah. 
as he's just canceled his week two performance at Coachella. Now, the first thing I want to say is that I'm genuinely sorry to any single person who bought tickets, made arrangements, took off of work, and took all of the time that's necessary to plan a Coachella trip. I mean, it is not an easy festival to A, have the money for, Thank and you so B, much, be able to do properly. So I'm sure everybody who was going put a lot into going to see Frank Ocean and I really just feel bad for those people. Those are the people who are getting the worst end of this because as I've said in previous videos, you can't get a refund for this. There is nothing that can be done. You just got to suck it up and show up to the festival and try to make the best of it. I mean, fortunately, there are other really good music acts at Coachella, but at the end of the day, you're not going to forget that your favorite artist let you down and disappeared. I mean, literally disappeared. And, you know, just looking at it even more, Frank Ocean, based on both the subject matter of his music and the elusiveness of his personality, he is such an intimate artist and his fans are really dedicated and really attached. I mean, this is not like Drake headlining a festival or J. Cole, like people legit are flying out from every single corner of the world to the Coachella desert. Yeah. Also his brother, I don't know if it was his brother or his dad. He did talk about his brother Hey, like the week before, uh, Frank Ocean. Um, yeah, his brother. He it was his brother who passed away. So he did talk about his brother dying at his Coachella set. His brother passed away. Oh, by the way, his brother had asked him, I did see him talk about this, that his brother had asked him to perform at Coachella. Yeah, so he had a bunch of stuff that happened the week before. Like, he broke it. First off, he didn't want to do Coachella. His brother asked him to do it. Then, I guess the week or so before, his brother passed away, and he broke his ankle. Um... The show, da, 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 a horror. So horror injury forced him. Prior to going on stage, a horror injury forced him to make major changes to his set, much to the displeasure of his adoring public. An on-site rehearsal caused a bad ankle injury in the week leading up to the festival. Uh, that meant his reported ice rink on set had to be scrapped. With the sources claiming he made the decision with no warning, fans, okay, uh, so da, 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 negative furor. Uh, so he told, so then his younger brother, Bro, died following a crash at the age of 18 in two, 202, I guess 2022. I guess it's, it was last year that his brother passed away. So. Yeah, yeah. My brother and I came to this festival a lot. I felt like I was dragged out here half the time because I hated the dust. Uh, I know he would have been excited to be here with all of us. So I guess I guess his brother passed away last year. It wasn't the week before. Um, I guess I confused the timeline on that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. But it's still like, bro, even even within a year to lose a sibling like that, it's like, you know. To see this man perform and now they're going to show up and find out that their favorite artist is not going to be there. I mean, I'm literally sure there are people on the plane right now who are going to get off and they're going to find out that all they went through is for nothing. And that really breaks my heart because if I was in their position, you know, it would just be devastating. I would not wish something like this on my worst enemy, like for real. I mean, again, this whole Frank Ocean thing, it reminds me of that one SpongeBob episode where Patchy the Pirate finds the lost episode and it's a big letdown. And then he just rips out all of his SpongeBob merchandise. Like that is the way I genuinely feel that Frank Ocean fans probably are right now. Like you really like banked so much into getting this long awaited return of Frank. I mean, so many people have been hyped up for this for so long. First, you got that tease in 2020. And then the thing happened that I can't mention because YouTube will flag this video but y'all know what I'm talking about. And then, you know, that gets delayed. And then three years later, you're finally getting that performance and nothing happens. Hey, thanks for the sub. I mean, that's really sad. That's really Maybe freaking Denton. sad. Like, I'm not even, like, mad. Nah, you do sound. This this guy, I'm not even mad. No, you sound really mad. Sorry. It's understandable they're upset, but like, you sound really mad. Um, Let me start by saying this was probably my... We can look at this in a minute. How Frank Ocean sabotaged Coachella. Where's his YouTube channel? Here, hold on. Nikes. Here we go. Oh, his his channel's named Blonded? This is Frank Ocean. His albums ain't blonded. I mean, I could fight for this. It's actually really good. I'm surprised I never listened to this. Play this one. This shit is this shit's fire. Holy shit. How come I never listen to this? 
fucks with this nike's is better i how come i never listen to this you think this is ass i mean i think all this is good are you kidding me all this is fucking fire holy shit Anyway, I feel I feel bad for his fans. I feel bad for his fans that didn't get to see him. That's too bad. Anyway, yeah, he dropped out. Uh, but that's a lot to deal with. Like your brother, you're still like kind of grieving your brother. It's like the memory. Uh, plus, you like break your fucking leg. Holy shit! You know. Let me see the moonbin stuff. Let me see if we can get some in, some information. Okay, here we go. Moonbin, a member of the K-pop group Astro, has died. He was 25 years old. Astro's label confirmed the sad news in a statement on Wednesday, asking fans to respect the family's privacy, sharing that both family members, Astro members, and staff were deeply saddened, adding that the musician's funeral will be private, per his family's wishes. <laughs> Moonbin had been a member of the K-pop group since 2016. He also gained notoriety as part of the group's first official subunit, Moonbin and Sanha, which included Moonbin. Yeah, we can we can watch something. Drop it in the chat. And fellow member Yoon Sanha. <laughs> The duo dropped their first EP, In Out, in 2020, followed by Refuge in 2022 and Incense in January. They kicked off their first tour in Seoul on March 18th and 19th and had five more shows left on the schedule. The same day his death was announced, Moonbin and Saha were announced as part of the lineup for the upcoming 29th Dream Concert, set to take place on May 27th. Yeah, he was so young, too. This is so sad. Do we know for sure if it was suicide? Because that's... There's like, a, there's like a serious problem with K-pop and the pressures that they put on the stars. To state the obvious. Like, the, the, the amount of pressure there is in their training and then in maintaining that level is like fucking insane i mean he's not he's definitely not the first one that i've heard who's experienced this contracts are so long too yeah his manager found him dead in his house damn but that that's that's a real problem right like i remember maybe a year or so ago there was another big like at least once a year there's like a big k-pop star that 
takes their own life, like overworked for sure, right? That's uh, that's what it seems like. The not just like overworked, like yeah. Just like I remember seeing, watching videos describing how they put together BTS, Blackpink, and like all these other groups, and the training camp that YG would do, and how they would get like like for Blackpink, for example, they would get like thousands of girls, right? Uh, and and like just have them. They trained for like six years. Like, I think Lisa moved from Thailand, like, left her family when she was, like, 14 or something, maybe even younger, moved to South Korea, went through this entire training camp, and at the end, they chose four girls, right, um, which ended up being the members, and then they, it was, like, the whole, even then, like, you would have your launch date, and you still didn't know if your group was going to be successful after putting in all this work, Right. So can you imagine like six years, then all that pressure and then they're they're like creating all this content around you, like reality shows and like all this stuff to get generate hype and to help you like generate sales so that you're successful and that shit pays off. And like it, it must be like so much pressure to have as like a young person in your early to mid 20s, uh, even before that in your teens, right, leading up to your 20s where you're kind of like figuring out your personality, right? It must be so much fucking pressure, you know? He played a gay character. To be honest, I feel a large part of the issue is LGBT not being accepted. He wasn't out, was at least, but was at least an ally. He played a gay character in a K-drama, was open to trans and gay identities, like keeping things gender neutral when talking about potential partners, etc. Interesting. So you think it could have been that, like, he didn't feel accepted? That partly played a part? That's interesting. It's sad that this still happens, you know? At least 10K pop singers committed, uh, wow, took their lives since 2007. That's crazy. Yeah, folks, take care of yourselves. Dom was dropping resources here. You know, mental health is like really underestimated. Um, you know, I'm scared for the LGBT in South Korea. Is there? Is it? I thought South Korea was relatively like progressive and accepting of of uh, of people in general. There's is there a lot of homophobia in South Korea? Because I'm not really familiar. I can't speak to that. Um, I'm curious. My favorite Coachella I've been to. Let me start by saying this was probably my favorite Coachella I've been to, but it was kind of a mess. And yes, it's been a few days since the festival, but Weekend 2 is right around the corner, so it's still relevant to talk about it. I feel like it was kind of a mess in the way that not a lot of people cared about it this year online. There wasn't as much noise as usual, except for all the drama surrounding Frank Ocean's performance Sunday night. I feel like before that, people were just kind of like, oh, Coachella is this weekend? I didn't even know. But I'll say my personal highlights. Yeah, I found out it was Coachella like, <laughs> like maybe... On Friday, because I saw I saw a billboard. I was like, "Oh, it's Coachella." Uh, 
this weekend were Willow, Labyrinth, Blackpink, and Metro Boomin. Literally all so amazing. And if you follow me on Instagram, then maybe you saw a little tease of what my Coachella was like, including possibly sort of maybe a photo of what I was wearing one of the days. But to get into what actually went down at the festival, there were a few things that people were talking about this weekend. From rekindling, celebrity sightings, disasters, and influencers hanging out that maybe wasn't for the best. There was a lot. So to start, Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello sparked up some conversation. Today, Blackpink are one of the biggest girl groups of all time. Hold on. With millions Holy of fans shit. across Another the globe. Venom playing. all around the world. Stop! Okay, here we go. Uh, bro, if you have to watch something at 10 speed, I don't think it's probably an enjoyable video. <laughs> I just wanted to see what it was. I, I, I watch everything at 10 speed. Okay. And it's not even at 10 speed. It's at 1.5. Okay. Don't get on my case. All right. <laughs> uh, the dark truth about the fame. Oh yeah. This shit. We can watch this too. Social media and the internet. This weekend, after being spotted together, acting like they were back together, kissing, holding each other, dancing. Sources were telling media outlets that the two of them were not exactly back together, just hanging out with each other. But fans are loving these videos that people saw of them enjoying the festival together. All the comments I saw on any of the videos were just so positive, wanting them to be back together, loving on them, which is crazy because I remember when people used to think that they were just some fake PR couple. So to see them actually get love this time around, I'm like, okay, I'm here for it. You guys are really cute. So wishing them the best. As for other things going around, people were wondering if Kylie Jenner was going to show up with Timothy Chalamet, with all the rumors going around about the two of them. But the two of them were not spotted together at the festival. I don't even think Timothy Chalamet was at Coachella. Kylie was, but nowhere near to me. As for Kendall and Bad Bunny... No, I did see pictures of him. I saw pictures of Timothy Chalamet there. I don't know. Maybe other Kardashian Jenner couple that is pretty hot right now and maybe not hot in a good way because people are really upset about it but they're a hot topic that's for sure and they were giving the haters everything that they didn't want because there were videos of them together all weekend long and this video of Bad Bunny went a viral because people were hearing Kendall's laugh in the background they felt like that was her hair blowing around and they were once again feeling really upset about the fact that he's choosing to hang around her throughout the weekend he was seen with her several other times including this photo Kylie posted on her Instagram where he's in the background sitting with Kendall on the golf cart and they were seen watching several sets together over the weekend even though some people thought that he was maybe denying the rumors about him and her being together during his set on Friday. When he was on stage, he was talking to the audience about headlines and not to worry about him because he knows who he is. And some were interpreting this as him basically saying, don't believe the headlines about Kendall and I. But as the weekend went on and people started to see videos of him and her together, they were like, that's definitely not what he was talking about then because they're looking like they're together. Aside from people talking about relationships this weekend, let's talk about drama surrounding sets. As usual with weekend one, there were some technical difficulties, especially at the main stage. Okay. Well, all right. I guess, I guess okay, that's so it for so that Frank video. Ocean. Accidentally clicked on that other video. Um, okay. All right. I guess that that's uh, we'll we'll call it. I get uh, the hose is definitely not feeling that. So we're, we'll we'll stop talking about Coachella drama. <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Blink-182. Are you guys excited for Blink-182? I feel like I'm 16 again in high school. What the fuck is Blink-182 doing performing at Coachella? Oh, you're mad at Kendall and Bad Bunny? Oh, I shut off the whole video and you're mad about just... <laughs> I thought you were just upset about the video. Can I share with you guys something... Uh, stupid. Um, I'm going to share with you guys something stupid. Old man, Blink-182 is so cringe. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. This is a Blink-182 song. Uh, and I used to play this. So I used to play this in our class. For some reason, the teacher would let me put on my iPod. I think there were iPods back then. It was something, either an iPod or I'd burn like a CD, right? This is how old I am. <laughs> Burning CDs. Uh, she would let me, and I, I had like a live like CD MP3 player. Yeah, it was like an MP, there were like regular MP3 players. No, Zunes came out after iPods. Yes, yes, this is what I would play. <laughs> I'd play this song. It's called Family Reunion. I'd play this in our class, and the, the teacher, like, legitimately... Hello! The teacher, there were so many times, don't play it. Why not? The teacher, I know, but it's it's a song. I mean, you can't play it if it's in a song. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. It's on a song. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway... You guys will uh you guys will hear it. It's your channel. Okay. I'll stop it before I get to that. Hey, we're gonna sing a few songs for all the people. But we wanna see lots of naked people with no pants or underwear. Hey, I wrote this next song all by myself with no help from anybody. It's called Family Reunion and it goes like this. Okay. <laughs> okay, and there we go. I stopped it because he says the C word. Uh, I'm going to skip one second. Your motherfucker tits fart <laughs> We're going to skip that one word. <laughs> uh, we're skipping that word, okay, Frosty? <laughs> I tried to stop it. I didn't think he was gonna say it again. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, I used to play this in art class. Everybody, like, uh, <laughs> I used to, we would be painting, like, we'd be, they, she would, like, put whatever, like, apples in, like, a fucking bowl, and we would, like, have to paint that shit, and this shit would be playing in the background, and I swear to God, the teacher would be just sitting, like, shopping the whole time, because she would, like, set everything up, and just, like, all right, kids, go and paint, and... <laughs> <laughs> and we would just like sit there like painting and I would always ask her, can I put my music on? She's always, yeah, whatever, do whatever you want. And we, <laughs> it'd be playing, this shit would be playing. Except one day, like one kid was like, one of the, my classmates turned around and was like, wait a minute, what are they saying? And they said it out loud. Do you guys hear that? And like all of a sudden, like the teacher like heard it and I, I like looked at her immediately and she was like, like she heard what they were saying. And she like, she just kind of like sat there. The song played through. The next song started and she just like stood up, walked over to the, I think it was a CD player. She walked over, 
She didn't even press the stop button. She just pressed the button to open the CD, grabbed it, brought it over to me and said, thank you very much. I'm not playing this anymore. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. It only, and I, I mean, I think it had been like three or four weeks that I'd, I had been playing that song. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't think she would have ever noticed it. Yeah, banned from being the, the DJ. Yeah, I got banned from being DJ. So y'all were actually burning CDs? We were. Not like burning, like shh, like like burning in the sense that you would put it into your computer and then you would just like burn it. Uh, so you, you could record as many songs as you wanted. There was like a CDR, CDR Plus. You could keep re-recording. You had Emule, LimeWire. There were all these different... Napster was the original. Yeah, it was like making mixtapes. Exactly. Exactly. And then iPods came out. And remember, you could only fit like 12 songs on an iPad at one point. And then it like incrementally within like two years, you could like fit 2,000 songs on an iPad. It went from like, like 12 songs to like literally more songs than you could ever hear in one sitting. And it just became ridiculous because then you're just walking. And now nowadays you don't even have to. Like you got you got all the music in the world. You just got to pay $9 for fucking Spotify and you got all the music in the world. So like making a playlist. It's a, exactly. But you'd have to like download the music first and then you would have to burn it, right? LOL. With a, a LimeWire with a virus-free... Maybe not the right song. Yeah, LimeWire was like, LimeWire was, oh, the people got banned. We'll do an unbanned thing eventually, KF Cheese. We'll, we'll do like a, an unbanning. I do that like once every couple of months. If the mods, if the mods banned somebody, it's because they, they thought they had to do it. I, uh, I, I respect and stand by the mods. And like, like Dom is saying, there's an appeal board. You can go on there. Uh, just join the discord, you know, and it's, it's fine. And this shit happens, you know? Uh, but yeah, at the end, at the end, there's the appeal board. And then every few months we kind of do like open the floodgates and let everybody back in, you know? So there is forgiveness in this community. Uh, so yeah, but the mods, if the mods did something, it's, uh, it's at their discretion. They know what they're doing. Um, or record music on your phone for voicemail. Speaking of that, you guys want to hear the voicemail? I recorded a voicemail message for the club. You guys want to hear it? Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, one sec. Um... Let me play uh, the voicemail for. Hey, thanks for calling Deaf Noodles Comedy Club, located at 7426 West Sunset Boulevard. For information about shows and open mics, please visit DeafNoodlesComedyClub.com or on Instagram, <laughs> Deaf Noodles Comedy Club. Make sure to DM us on Instagram for a quicker reply feel free to drop a voicemail and someone will get back to you shortly. See you soon. Yeah. That's not your voice. That is my voice. That's my voice. That's my voice. Why would it not be my voice? I'm the one who recorded that at three o'clock in the morning. 
<laughs> and I did like 10 takes. I, I had to work on it, okay? Fake voice. No, like I'm a, I'm a voice actor. I know how to do different voices. AI Denny. No, it's me. It's fucking me, okay? It's me. Yeah. You guys, you guys underestimate my ability, my speaking abilities, okay? All right. 10 takes because pee-pee's in the... Oh, my God. Example. What What is happening? It sounds, like him, it sounds like him just on the phone. Exactly. That doesn't sound... Oh, my God. You guys, it, that is me. How is this not me? Hey, thanks for calling Deaf Noodles Comedy Club. Located at 7426 West Sunset Boulevard. For information about shows and open mics, please visit DeafNoodlesComedyClub.com or on Instagram, Deaf Noodles Comedy Club. Make sure to DM us on Instagram for a quicker reply or feel free to drop a voicemail and someone will get back to you shortly. See you soon. How is that not me? How is that not me? You guys are trolling me. That's his professional phone voice. Yes, that is my... I have to be professional at some point, folks. Okay, you sound like a truck driver that finished getting a blowy at a... My God. <laughs> my, you guys, you guys, I hear your voice. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad I sound like me. Um, Jeez, that's so fucking crazy. I know it's me. You guys got to stop gaslighting me, okay? Uh, with all due respect, trolls are coming out of the woodwork to directly criticize your mods when they don't get their entitled way. Yeah, I, I, yeah respect the mods, please. Uh, just respect the mods. You got Dom and Cody and Hose and everybody. They're doing their best, please. The mods, like, uh, there's the appeal board. That's why we set up the appeal board. Um, so, yeah, please just respect the mods. Don't start a war with the mods. Um. Dun dun, dun dun, dun dun. Yes. Hey, we got a few new people in the chat. Just be, yeah, just be nice. The mods are doing their best. This is about, we're trying to make a friendly community here. The mod, that's all the mods are trying to do. They're not trying to do anything malicious or anything. They're, they're just doing their job. They're, you know. Thank you. Yes, that's right, Holda. Thank you, mods. What happened with Contra points? People trying to cancel Contra points?
I don't know why rain sounds are so relaxing. Does anybody know? Why are rain sounds so relaxing? Oh, I got something, Frosty. I got something. I got lots up my sleeve. Last night, my friend Matt Walsh was hacked. His phone was hacked. Apparently, somebody actually duplicated his... Last night, my friend Matt Walsh. There are only a couple of ways in which that can happen, as far as I understand. One is that somebody actually physically got access to Matt's phone. The other is that somebody actually mimicked Matt to the phone company and had them send a duplicate SIM card. In any case, last night, late last night, people started tweeting out from Matt Walsh's Twitter account a bunch of just vile kind of garbage. It was all shut down pretty quickly, but... The, the important thing to recognize about the radical left trans movement particularly is just how aggressive they are. When I say aggressive, I don't mean like aggressive in their point of view. They are. But I mean aggressive as in they will cross any line in order to go after people they consider to be their enemies. So if you just say a man. That applies to the right, too. People on the right do that all the time. Why is this? Why are his eyebrows a different shade? I don't know. That's a good question. His eyebrows are huge. Holy shit. I just noticed that. He's got some thick, luscious eyebrows. Holy shit, Ben. You should be an eyebrow model. Holy fuck. Man, those are some big eyebrows. Jeez. Man cannot be a woman. And a woman cannot be a man. And a man who believes he is a woman is wrong. Also, why did he stop shaving? I'm wondering. Ben has gone through these phases where he, like, just stopped shaving. Stop shaving. Like, I, it's weird to see Ben Shapiro with a 5 o'clock shadow. I'm not used to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did he do an eyebrow pencil brush? Possibly. They aren't 90s eyebrows for sure. Yeah. You think you think his eyebrows are fake? If you just say you think he got you think he got eyebrow implants? Say that, which is what Matt Walsh does. If you ask people to define the word woman and they can't, people get so angry at you that they will hack your phone, that they will provide security threats sufficient that Matt has to have pretty much 24/7 security on his house that he's had to cancel speeches due to the level of security threats that have been levied against him. And the tolerant left, they are so tolerant. Because the point here is, when the left shows you who they are, when the radical left, not everybody on the left, when the radical left shows you who they are, believe them. So last night, after Matt's phone was hacked, a bunch of the sort of left-wing blue checks on Twitter, the influencers, we might say, they came out of the woodwork in order to celebrate somebody being hacked. Now, there are a lot of people on the left whose perspectives I do not particularly like. There are a lot of people on the left who I strenuously disagree with. Many on the left who I believe their, their viewpoints actually reflect ideological wrong and evil. But am I in favor of their phones being hacked or their computers being hacked? Of course not. That's absurd. We still live in a civil society in which crime should be treated as crime. But this does not hold true if you violate the scruples of the left. So, for example, Alejandro Caraballo, who is uh, a man who believes that he is a woman and has had some surgeries to prove it a wise Latina clinical instructor at Harvard Law at the Cyber Law Clinic, which, by the way, Harvard Law should take a very serious look at why somebody should be teaching at the Harvard Law Cyber Clinic, Cyber Law Clinic, who believes that it is a good and, and useful thing to hack other people's phones. This person also writes for Wired and Slate and tweeted out, Matt Walsh's account has been hacked. Couldn't have happened to a more miserable piece of bleep. 
Now, that seems like somebody who should probably be educating your kids, young adults, over at the Harvard Law Cyber Law Clinic. Anyway, I just wanted to see. I thought it was going to be a funny video, but Ben Shapiro obviously makes everything too serious. For those of you who don't know, uh, Matt Walsh got hacked. It was honestly, it was pretty funny. Let's be real. It was pretty funny to see him. Nothing about that man was funny. I mean, Matt Walsh getting hacked was funny. I thought the way he was going to talk about it could have been funny, but he obviously took it a little too serious. Um, Matt Walsh got his fucking account back, so it's not like, you know, even, even people who are conservative are saying like, I'm sorry, but the Matt Walsh hack is so funny. Like, except his hot sister memes. Uh, so this is what they were tweeting out of his account. Ben Shapiro, you know what you did. You are a closeted homosexual. Uh, this is what they were tweeting out of his account, okay? This is what they were tweeting out of Matt Walsh's account. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can show this other one because they do say the N-word. Uh, <laughs> they also tweeted out, was it a real hack? No, it was a real hack. It was. Joe Rogan is a pedophile. <laughs> Oh man, this shit, uh, this shit. <laughs> so even people who are conservative, she's like, she's really conservative. This Ashley St. Clair, very conservative. Uh, she writes for the same publication as Blair White. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's like very fucking funny that he got hacked and they were tweeting this shit out. Uh... Anyway, this other, the, the way, the reason why they know that the hack was like real, it wasn't, they, they weren't just making up like some lie, is because a journalist, a wired journalist, reached out um, to the hackers to requesting like the, the, because they didn't just hack Matt Walsh's Twitter, they also hacked his emails and got like 20 years worth of emails, right? Uh, so yeah, see his Google account, his Microsoft account, his Twitter, um, and this wired journalist, you know, like reached out, you know, said, Hey, prove me wrong, kids, send Matt Walsh DMs to, to, and then they share their email. And then they got banned from Twitter for requesting the hacked materials which is fucking weird as fuck, you know, because this shit, I mean, they were just requesting information as a journalist. I don't think there's really, they didn't publish anything as far as I know. I may be wrong outside of this, you know, this screenshot of the phone. I don't think they really published anything, but they got, ha they got, uh, they got banned. Yeah. Where's the line? Yeah. I mean, uh, so yeah, they got, they got banned from Twitter. You better hope those aren't shady emails. Yeah, 20 years worth of emails, they're going to find something. Nobody, I mean, if they're human, they're going to have some dirt. That's just how it is. Unless you're a fucking robot, 
there's absolutely no way you haven't done anything morally reprehensible in 20 years of being alive. That's just the reality. Yeah, this is... I ain't a gangster. I'm a sexy shooter. Uh, <laughs> my God. It's like when people hack people's nudes. Should someone be okay to ask because they are a journalist? I mean, yeah, you know, you're right. It, there is some, like... There's a moral quandary in, like, asking for it. Uh... I assume that there's like wired ideologically and philosophically like perhaps sees them as as opponents of the Daily Wire and people on the right. So that's probably why there's like public interest, right? He's a public figure. That's how they could argue. You know, there isn't necessarily like you can't argue there being public interest in uh, in people's nudes being leaked, that's just like really personal information. But as long as they're not publishing his medical records or, or if, if it's just like, you know, salacious gossip bullshit, I'm sure as a journalist, they would, they, and plus it's wired, they would have to run it by their legal before they publish anything, you know? Um, so yeah, but, it, but you're right. Overall, you're right. It's not because you're a journalist and you're getting someone's emails that that justifies it. The answer is no to all stolen data. Yeah. You didn't give consent period no matter what the data is. Yeah. I mean, but that that falls into the... If there is some criminal action that they find in his emails, right? Could it justify it? I don't know. That, like Again, that's like a moral thing when a woman's sexy pics are, are leaked they get slush shamed yeah i mean yeah yeah that's usually what happens to women unfortunately um but it wasn't news it seems like they wanted business info that's why cops need warrants yeah but the warrants primarily exist too so that you can keep the state at bounds and they're not just like breaking through and, and becoming like a uh uh you know a big brother type state right What's next? Cops going to hire hackers? Uh, guess what? They've been doing it already. They've been doing it for a long time. They've been hiring hackers to do stuff. They tap into everything. They The government is perhaps the biggest hacker out of all of them. You know? The government's literally in everything. Like, they're on my cell phone right now. Yeah, but I mean, openly like this guy. Yeah, I mean, it was a little... Uh, it is a little like uh, out of pocket to just like tweet out, "Hey, yeah, you hacked this guy. Send me the info. Like, send me dirt on this guy. I don't like, you know, so I can write a hit piece on him. Like, it, it is, it is a little out of pocket to do that shit. Um, but if there's like legitimately some fucked up shit in there, then I guess it's in the public interest. He is a public figure. That's how. That's what the argument would be, you know." If it's criminal action, but I'm not, I'm not even speculating that that's in there. I'm just saying like, if there were to be a lawsuit, as far as this person getting access to the, these this like this journalist getting access to this information, um, because data leaks happen all the time. They usually happen from the government side to journalists, right? We're talking about Twitter TOS. Yeah. 
mean, the Twitter TOS is very arbitrary, though. It's always been very arbitrary, right? You think he violated it by just requesting it? Like, that's the thing, too. They just requested it. They didn't really publish anything. It's the same as doxing. Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it, too. They're not even even if they're not publishing it directly, like if even if they're not publishing it on their account, like making it public, you think it's still doxing if they're just getting access to those emails to sift through it. It's like there's definitely it's definitely like a huge moral quandary, right? It's like a, it's something to uh that uh, there's definitely a lot of wrong in it, but you could justify some right depending on the information that's in there, the person who goes through it, and how they publish it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just looking at both angles. I'm looking at it uh, from the side of the devil's advocate and from the opposite side of that, right? Uh, yeah. Personally, my opinion on this, I just think it's fucking funny. That's all. I just think it's funny. I just think it's a circus, and that's all. Like, I don't think, um, I don't, yeah, that's it. Your Twitch crashed? Funny until it happens to you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't wish it on anyone. Yeah. Oh, shit. They also leaked numbers. Somebody's not going to be happy. I'm not going to show this screenshot because it has somebody's number. Damn, they leaked people's numbers too. That, yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. But it's only an hour. Yeah, you're right. Boom, boom, boom. Make the bud brownies tomorrow? I don't know. I'm like... Tell us a quick story that is funny. Um, You need a laugh. How you doing, Nick? Um... I don't think I'm going to smoke anything tomorrow. I, I sound so boring now. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to smoke anything. 420. I'm so like... I'm so done with smoking. <laughs> Getting high. I don't know if I have a funny story right now. Do I have a funny story? Oh, this is funny. Maybe we can end on this. 
I think I feel like I stopped celebrating 420 like five years ago. We've all been there, trapped on a plane with a crying baby. Most of us put on headphones and hope the baby just falls asleep. But on this Southwest flight, one passenger had a total meltdown, unleashing an expletive tirade while the passenger filming it can't believe his ears. Amber Cogliano has details. That's the sound of a baby crying on a plane and a grown man acting like an even bigger baby. The angry passenger yells, trying to quiet the baby. Can you show her that voice? While flight attendants tell him to calm down. But his rant grows more explosive. No, 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 no. Let's be rational. We are in a tin can with a baby in a she is upset. The tirade is unfolding on a Southwest flight from Baltimore to Orlando. Passengers say the man started screaming obscenities after the baby had been crying for about 35 minutes. <laughs> flight attendants try to 35 minutes. Other passengers Jeez. chime in, but it just gets worse. Mark Grabowski recorded the video. Could you believe how this was unfolding as you were watching it? No. Uh, you know, initially, you know, myself and a few of the passengers tried to calm the man down. He just kind of doubled down and kept at it. It doesn't seem like yelling would quiet a crying baby. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty counterintuitive, right? You know, now we got the two crying people on the flight. The woman traveling with the angry passenger looks mortified. He's still yelling, even as passengers complain. This is a commercial aircraft. This gentleman is not charting a private jet where he has the aircraft to himself and he can deem what what environment he wants on board. And most certainly, if you don't want to hear any noise or perhaps a disgruntled baby, by all means, there are noise-canceling headphones. Cops greet yeah. the man at the airport, and later he walks away with them, showing it doesn't pay to have a tantrum over a fussy baby. The man did not end up getting arrested. Southwest praised the crew for their professionalism in such challenging situation and apologized to the other passengers for experiencing such unexpected acceptable behavior yeah yeah this is i mean we everybody's kind of been there with like being stressed with a baby crying but to just like yell at the baby like did the baby pay extra to be on this flight no get the baby out of here or shut him up like it's a little crazy um anyways folks i'm gonna have to start wrapping up uh it's been good seeing all of you uh, yeah, we're, uh, very appreciative of you coming through. Right, Frankie? Frankie's sitting right here. Three words, noise-canceling headphones. Frankosaurus Rex. Frankosaurus Rex. You want to say bye to everybody, Frankie? No, not lick my face. Say bye. Guess not. Anyway, folks, I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for stopping by today. I uh, look forward to seeing you again. Apollo's right there. Apollo's laying down. He's sleeping. Apollo is passed out. Um, but yeah, I'll set up dog cam at the office when we go back. Frankie. 
I call him Pranky sometimes. I don't know why. Anyway, folks, I appreciate every single one of you. I love you. Thank you so much for stopping by. Wake Apollo up? No, that's so mean. He's, like, so relaxed. Like, look at these dogs. Like, uh, Frankie's, like, passing out over here. Apollo's, like, literally, like, like, he, like, opens his mouth, and he's, like, opens his eyes. He's, like, and then he's back to sleep. All right. Love you all. Frankie. Frankie sends his regards. I'll see all of you later. He's, like, slipping down. Love you. Bye-bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.